Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. How you doing this Tuesday? I sound like you were going to say another day of the week, girl. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I was. I, I ain't going to even lie to you. Yes, I was. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to say Friday. <laughs> oh, girl, you're rushing it. you really rushing it. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Welcome to Let's Chat, y'all. Listen, we got a great show for you on today. How was your weekend, see? The weekend was a little challenging, you know, with what's going on surrounding that yeah. date. But it was a good weekend, nonetheless. But it seemed like your weekend was fantastic. So tell everybody what went on this weekend. So listen, child, first of all, I want to thank everybody for all the birthday wishes. Um, normally, I get everybody and say thank you. Child, it's just too many of y'all. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it this year. I, either that or I'm distracted because, you know, I got a lot of stuff cooking. So mm-hmm. I'm coming off Vision and Books, uh, which was Saturday on my birthday. Shout out to Tony Friedman. She was my planner. She helped me pull everything together. We had some fabulous vendors and sponsors. Um, we had some fabulous women in media in there. Uh, I had 
shirts made for the authors. That was the launch of our Book Bougie and Book Connoisseur uh, line. We had a um, photographer there, Kristen uh, Kinder. She came out. Like, it was great. We also, um, you know, Girls Who Brunch is one of our community assets. And we collected for her brunch uh, pack, which we're still collecting for. The event is not till Saturday. And so if you still want to donate, uh, just hit my inbox, and you'll be able to donate um, underwear, pads, deodorant, anything that these young ladies will need. Mm-hmm. So That's I'm excited. Really I'm excited. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um and then we have a lady in a caddy. Now, she wasn't able to attend the event because uh, she has a relative that is having surgery. So she's, you know, taking care of her sister. But they have a golf event mm-hmm. that's getting ready to come up. So I'm really excited mm-hmm. about that. Um, so there's great things coming around. Um, the anthology I'm in, that's getting ready to drop. So we're having a launch party on the 23rd. It's going to be virtual. Mm-hmm. Uh, Off on the 23rd, I'm going to be doing media um, at the – hold on, let me get the right name. Uh I'm all over the place. Um, But I'm doing media (laughs) for uh, Keisha Nicole, and that's her walk uh, walk a mile in my sneaker ball. Walk a mile in my shoes sneaker ball, and that's going to be the 23rd Uh of April. So I'm doing some things, doing some things. Now, Lisa, you said the virtual for your anthology is going to, virtual is on the 23rd. Uh, How can they join, or are they able to join online? Yes, it's going to be 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 Mm -hmm. p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We're going to celebrate the book release. I believe the book is released on ebook first. And the paperback okay. won't be out until um, May. But if you go on my line, there on my page, there is a link where you can register. It's also mm-hmm. going to be streamed on Facebook, but you will register for the Zoom link um, and be able to to participate the uh, Breaking Point uh, book release virtual launch okay. party. Okay. So that, for those that may not have the calendar, that's April 23rd. It is a Saturday evening at 8 p.m. Central. I mean, 8 p.m. Eastern, yes. 7 p.m. Central, mm-hmm. right? 5, okay. 5 p.m. And, uh, uh, 7 p.m. Central, okay. 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we'll make sure that you can go on Leisha and my page. You'll find that on both of our pages. I'll share that that Leisha posts. And hope you're able to join her and her um, co-authors. And I'm excited. It's so much going on, y'all. Um, so so much going on. I got a lot in the next 60 days that's going to be happening. So I'm excited. You know, I'm excited that we have our fabulous guest tonight, uh, Brittany Lachey. Uh, she's author, entrepreneur. She's an influencer. She's a mentor. She's going to come in and talk that talk with us. Um, before we do our sports segment, but I'm excited. I'm excited. You know, a lot of times we we want change, and I don't right. want to. I don't want to talk right. about the Will Smith slap, but we're gonna talk about the slap. 
So this is the thing. This is how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. When people only play with you for two reasons. When it comes to your spouse or your significant other. Because they mm-hmm. don't have respect for you or they see that you don't have respect for your uh, counterpart. You see what I'm saying? I feel that mm-hmm. what Will did as um, something that he should have done. But I feel that everybody was wrong across the board. Because if still Harvey or Dave Chappelle's wife was up front or uh, D.L. Hughley's wife was up front, they wouldn't. he wouldn't have done that joke, one. I feel that everybody has to take responsibility. I feel that Chris Rock did not prepare for the Oscars like he should have. Had he researched and prepared, mm-hmm. maybe he would have told some better jokes. I mean, just all the mm-hmm. way around. His his set was sloppy, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I feel that, you know, a lot of times when it comes down to disrespect, ego is what steps first. You know what I'm saying? So when you feel like somebody is disrespecting you, your ego is like, hold on. You disrespecting her, you disrespecting me, now I got a problem. Mm-hmm. And then we, we have that reaction. The reaction really had nothing to do with Jada. It did, but it didn't. It was the fact that Will felt that disrespect. Mm-hmm. And he reacted on that disrespect, even though he knows now, you know, he knows, you know, I overreacted. But in that moment, when you feel disrespected, you you do feel the mm-hmm. need to let people know, hold on. And I feel like with everything going on, with, with all these, the jabs and punches that he's had to take, I think that was his last straw as far as saying, back up off my wife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this is the thing. Everybody, you know, they're calling Jada a narcissist. How about society are narcissists? You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. We, as a whole, are are perpetuating narcissistic behavior in response to what Mm -hmm. happened. Mm -hmm. And you see that through all the posts, through all the memes. We're the narcissists. Mm -hmm. Everybody is Mm -hmm. narcissistic. Everybody. Now, don't get me Mm -hmm. wrong. She giggled. She did give him a look like, oh, you think that's funny? You see what I'm saying? Any wife's going to do that. Everybody know to watch the boss. Yeah, I said it. Don't send me no inboxes. Everybody know the wife's the boss. You might giggle, mm-hmm. but her whole thing is going to be you thought that was funny, and you're going to be like, I did not think that was funny at all, because that's your wife. Right. Vice versa if it was your husband. First of all, wives are a little bit more protective of their husbands. They will cut your throat. Yep, on national TV. <laughs> so he better be glad that it was Will and not Jada. I'm just mm-hmm. saying. Because women mm-hmm. will cut up about their men. And, and they won't That's care. True. That's true. You know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll cut you. Mm-hmm. We will slice mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And then we will drag you. <laughs> just for messing with our man with a bad joke. 
You see what I'm saying? Even though she she feels like I, I'm I'm not I don't I'm not the type of woman that needs to be protected. We ain't asked if you needed to be protected. You have a man that wants to protect you. It's so many mm-hmm. women in this world that don't have men that will step for them. Right. Right. They don't know a what that feels like. They don't know what it looks mm-hmm. like. So when they see it, especially black women, they're like, yes, they all team will. Listen, step for your wife. Mm-hmm. Because us as women, if it was on the other foot, we ain't got no time of day. We ain't got no situation. We ain't got show on the air, show off the air. We going to cut a rug. You know what I'm saying? That Jada would have got up, they would have left, and she would have been outside at the red carpet waiting. Waiting, for, waiting. You know what I'm saying? Waiting on him to come out. Because she's pulling up. It's 3 o'clock after school. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What eye you want me to dot, Chris? The left one or the right one? Because you ain't coming for my husband. But this is how women are. So to have a man that protects you, like, we get in our masculine energy because we have to. You know what I'm saying? When we don't feel protected, mm-hmm. we when we don't feel like things are handled and taken care of and we got to make sure that it's together, we step mm-hmm. in. That's why they and they, they take us as angry black women. No, we're not angry. We are in our masculine energy, but we are there to handle some business. And you can call us angry if you want to, but when a black woman is there to handle business, just duck. <laughs> Especially if it's about her husband or her kids. That's she don't cut I'm up. Messing. Yeah, she's going to cut up, and she's cutting up to let you know, you try them, you try me. Don't try me. I want you to fear me before you fear them. And I think that, you know, Will feels that. And his whole thing is, I need them to fear me as a man before they fear my wife. Mm-hmm. But you think, if you think about our society, we don't have that. You know what I'm saying? Right. People right. fear black women before they fear a black man. We're the most educated. Mm-hmm. So we are... The strongest in the race. Yes, I said that men don't be trying to come for me. We are strong. You strong. And we're stronger together. And we're stronger together. And exactly. I got his back, he got mine. But when we stand in face to face with somebody, you ain't got a chance. You ain't got a chance. So when my man is low, or he's at, at a moment where he's got other stuff going on, I'm there. I got his back. Mm-hmm. And I think we don't know, you know, how he feels about, you know, because the whole alopecia thing isn't everything. She has an autoimmune disease. And that's a little different. Mm-hmm. It's a little different. That's a change in life and family. That's a total change. It's, it's beyond just alopecia you losing hair. It's beyond that. And you don't know how his family is feeling about that. You don't know how him and his kids are feeling about the fact that, you know, the person that holds them together is sick. 
Mm-hmm. So a sickness, to me, a sickness when you're married is like an attack on your marriage. And y'all got to battle that together in order to get over it. So I'm mm-hmm. saying Will. I'm not it's saying. It's a challenge. It's a challenge. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm letting him fly. You know, you was on the Oscars, bro. You was getting the Oscar. But he put his wife first. And I applaud him. I'm sorry. I do applaud him for that. He put his wife <laughs> over and beyond himself. Mm-hmm. In his I'm mind. just so tired of the, the whole thing. The whole thing. Okay. Wait. Can we hear about this slap one more time? <laughs> it has and been turned around the world twice. And all the comedians got these bad, lazy jokes. I need y'all to get back out there and, and get right in y'all jokes. Because y'all trying to make these jokes that are not funny. And the crowd not mm-hmm. laughing. That's stupid. <laughs> wow. Well, y'all have heard well, Lisa have with her heard take on the slap heard around the world. <laughs> now y'all have heard it. Y'all heard the slap heard here on this cat. Listen, I'm saying our topic for today is step up for change. If you want to see some change, if you don't want to like things the way they are, then you need to step up. You need to step up and be the change that you want to see. That's all I'm saying. Well, I'm excited. You, yeah. I'm excited here to step up for change. No problem. <laughs> we have a, we do have an awesome show for you guys tonight. Um, I'm not sure if that's our guest on hold. But I'm feeling some echo. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and bring her in. Bring her in. Hi, welcome to this chat. Welcome to this chat. Hey. Hello. 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 How are you? I am doing outstanding. Let me tell y'all about this Brittany right here, Miss Brittany Child. Listen, she a whole vibe. And all I saw was pictures. She is a whole vibe. She had on this yellow. Listen, she had on this yellow with this white little uh faux fur. Listen, was giving life. Okay. <laughs> I love it. All right, giving All life. Right, giving oh, wow. Life. <laughs> <laughs> so we want you to tell everybody a little bit about yourself and, and your literary journey. Um, I will first say that my name is, of course, Brittany Hall. I am from South Carolina. I have a new mentorship. I have a nonprofit. I have a nonprofit. I foundation. The mentorship is under that. It's called Regular Case. Youth Mentorship Service. Children ages 8 to 17 years old. Teaching them lifestyle and entrepreneurship. Skills. I am an author of three children books, want adult books. Um, you know, I'm just a little girl from Orange, but I am 29 years old, and I'm just busy for the Lord. 
love it. Now, here on Let's Chat, we always talk about a goal moment. And that's when thought mm-hmm. and execution come mm-hmm. together. You know, a lot of times we're mindful about how other people pour into themselves, how they um, speak on themselves, how they approach life. But when it comes to ourselves, we kind of approach things with lack. We can't do it right now. We got to worry about the kids. We got to worry about this. We got to worry about that. And we can't really move our feet. So that goal mm-hmm. moment is when your thoughts and your feet move together. What was that moment mm-hmm. like for you when you decided to say, this is what I'm going to do? Um, um, I believe that. I believe Honestly, that. I just tried everything. And I didn't let and one failure stop the next thing. So what I did was so keep going at what everything that I may have lost at, what I did win at in that and put it with the goal so everything so that I could take, take from drag along with drag me, along up, with me up, I brought it with me long as it made it easy. So, so that's when I that's like now, when I, like now because, because I never gave up. I never gave up. And I took everything that I, I had, everything had in the so called losing season or the seasons I didn't know how and brought it with me. Everything is just gold. Everything is easy. Nothing is a tub. And anything that I can touch, I believe that God made provision for it because I never gave I and I know what's in the face to not mix again. So if I had to say, I would say, take a little bit and mix it with a lot, and it'll go for it'll make easy. I love that. I love it. I love it. Now, because you do so much. You do a lot in your community. You do a lot for, for kids. Um. How do you balance everything? How do you balance your life and then your vision with that at the same time? Um, lately, I, I lately I about my Um, and lately um, I take breaks. Break. And a lot of my friends, and a lot of my friends, you're sleeping, you're sleeping, you're sleeping again. And they think that I'm not doing anything, but I do make sure that when I build my schedule, I build it according how I need to get some self enjoyment. So even if it makes you like that ain't nothing but an hour and a half or a day vacation, I put me in it too. You get, so that's how I make balance for it. I don't just not forget. I don't not forget. Do something I'm, not I'm at the cell phone. There's, no there's no laptop. There's no phone time. There's just me. And just me soaking in the moment that I'm having with that I'm having with that. I will pull out of an empty cup when I go back at the situation. I love it. Now, when you decided to become an author, you decided to write uh, this book, what was what was on your mind in that process? What was the desire or the experience that you wanted the readers to have? So I wrote my first book. I wrote it out of my so when I say so process, I, I figured that writing was making it easy for me. So every life experience that I experienced that my childhood, I've been writing and I've been publishing, and that's been my healing process. So anything that I write about is something that's coming from my life that I'm encouraging a child that you wasn't alone, you aren't alone, you're not alone, you know, things like that. So. My writing process comes from healing. It comes from my own personal experiences. 
Wow. Now, this is Tony. Um, I try to, we try to let each other, you know, who's speaking because we sound so much like each other. But do you feel that that strength is what inspires inspires you to do and be who you are? It does. It does. And it, mm-hmm. it, it does because I don't have any kids. And um, it makes me want to go harder for somebody else's child so that they don't experience my childhood. Not to say my childhood was bad, but we all have our own testimonies. We all have our own moments. We all have our own situations. But if you could take one thing out of all your situations and improve it for somebody else's life, why not? What else? Mm. You know, we we got some selfish people now. You know, because I'm, you know, I'm begging to go to New York. I'm begging to go to California. But every time I look at my schedule, I choose to go, you know, I choose to make sure I impact someone else's life. So I got to get in where it fit in. But why not, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> right. So That's so true. You know, here on Let's Chat, Leisha and I, we say we all have our lane, and it's saved specifically for us. And when you take that journey on your lane, you know, regardless of what's going on on the other side of you, you are staying set in your lane, and you get to your strengths by staying in that lane and not veering off into things that don't necessarily benefit you. You understand what I'm saying? Right. And that's so important. That is. And, you know, that's what we, mm-hmm. when we do things that's important or, you know, things for us, and it helps not only us but others, I think it make it makes things easy, you know. Mhm, it does. It makes the world easier, yeah. <laughs> so much easier. Now, tell us what inspired you. Who who was your inspiration? Um, my inspiration was my cousin Tiffany. Um, she's my first cousin. Um, she's a nonprofit owner as well. She's a children book writer. She um, and she did all mm-hmm. of this with a brain tumor. But the thing that she wow. did was she never gave up, you know. She kept going. Mm-hmm. She did she and she's a phenomenal mom now. She owns a candle business. Um, spite of all of those obstacles, she still kept going. And I watched her build mm-hmm. it all being a single mother. I watched her do it, mm-hmm. you know, living buying her first home alone. You know, most women like myself I I think I can't buy a house until my husband comes, or I feel like I ain't got no help till a male figure is involved. But one thing I always think about mm-hmm. is how I'm inspired by my cousin because she's she did all of it before she even got married. She built the enterprise. Right. She, I'm telling you, she's making she's a way over six figures just off you know not just off of a candle business but on a candle business and you know becoming mm. an author doing a nonprofit things. Like that, and she moved, and all of this she did, on, you know, she, she's like self-made. And most of us have bachelor's mm-hmm. degree, doctorian degree, and you would never believe who God would use just with a candle business, you know? Who, you know, mm-hmm. things like that That's is right. inspiring because you take a little bit of something and make them, and you put it before God, and he'll make it a whole lot of something. So I just, you know, just That's the right. little things like that makes you encouraged to know whatever you got, make it work for you. So that's one. my cousin mm-hmm. Tiffany Johnson, I thank God for her because she really, Aww. really encourages me. She's really, really, she's still encouraging me day by day, and she don't even know 
that because she still battles with her brain tumor. She has like a lazy eye. So, uh, so often she has to go and get surgery. But I'm telling you, she got to be like rest for two weeks. That could be two days later. There's nobody but her. I'm like, really, girl? Like, and you know, it could be a harsh cousin, especially when it's your first and only cousin. You be like, so you only mm-hmm. use the one eye to really do work. You know, you be cracking jokes. Cause, you know, you know, right. I, it's just, you know, but it's just the motivation that you let nothing stop you from doing what you have. But so, you know, that yeah, is so cousin. true. It's, it's so true, though. Yes. Yeah, so, so stop you. Yeah, absolutely. Because like Lisa and I were saying uh, before this, is right. You know, we find that strength within, and as women, we sometimes have to be even stronger than our counterparts. You know, that's just mm-hmm. that's just unfortunately how it is. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, talk to us about the talk to us about um, how what that is to you. Influencing. What is influencing? Like, what, is it, what is influencing? Right. Like, um, influencing, to be an influencer. Like what, I, what is it to be an influencer? Right. This, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, so the, to be an influencer, I feel like you make, you be the change that you want to see. So, um, mm-hmm. if, when they say often imitated but never duplicated, you be the best you right. can be and always do it with a heart of servitude. So to be an influencer, you have to learn how to be a you have to learn how to be a follower before you can be a leader. So to let your mm, voice be heard, that's powerful. <laughs> to let your mm, voice mm. be heard, can you serve? And can you serve mm. with a whole heart? So to be an influencer, mm. you have to first learn how to be a follower and then a leader. You can't always be a leader mm. without being taught. So can you follow? Mm-hmm. That's what it means to be an influencer to me. You know. So mm-hmm. that's just my thing. You wow. know, that's what I feel like being an influence. I'm always my mentor. I have a mentor. I have, you know, Jacqueline Carr, graphic designer, is my mentor. And mm-hmm. when she, the one thing I wanted to do was try to make a go for, like, funny, like a type of thing for kids to start, you know, um, just in case funeral expenses came up. The biggest deal she ever told me no to was stay focused. Don't do that. And I was mm-hmm. like, but this is mm-hmm. important. But because I have an ear for a leader who's been there, done that, and staying focused, um, to bite the bullet myself and learn how mm-hmm. to watch, how to listen, how to hush, how to be a good steward over mm-hmm. a few things. I have to learn all of these things in order to be an influencer. So that's what I feel mm-hmm. like being an influencer is being able to just watch, being able to serve right. wholeheartedly. Being able to practice the art of shut up, you know, some of those things work <laughs> to be an influencer. How do you influence somebody with your mind always open? I'm just saying. <laughs> just bell clapping, huh? <laughs> that is so key, though. That, but you brought up some very salient points because I love what you said about in order to lead, you have to follow because you have to yes. know what it is. First of all, you have to know what it is you're following. And then you have to know that the eye is on you. You know, that eye is on you. And that's where your leadership comes into play. So that was very powerful. In order to lead, you have to follow. I so love that. I think I'm going to hashtag that. 
Right. Talk to us about the no-touch zone. Okay, so the no-touch zone talks about a, a, a boy named Ezekiel who um, goes to school and his friend Promise tells him that, you know, he was touched or she, and, and you know, she was, she encourages him that she, she knows what it's like or he knows what it's like too. So if teachers choosing to not allow people to touch in certain areas, the no-touch zone. Mm-hmm. So that is what the no touch zone. I really talked. I tell you this for children only in the ages of eight and up, and um, it teaches them don't look that way and don't touch that way. And if somebody touched that way, what to do? That's what that book is about. And what inspired what inspired you to to write this book? That book came from my own personal experiences of um, being molested at a younger age. And being afraid to tell my parents, got to school, told a guidance counselor, and that's how I was able to let my parents know because I couldn't stop bleeding. So, um, but, you know, sometimes things like that happen when you have to tell a friend. And if my friend came and Mm. told me, do I really keep it a secret or do I get help from my friend and myself too, you know? So Mm -hmm. a lot of the Mm -hmm. times secrets is good to keep. But a lot of childhood trauma is because they're being kept and not being helped. So, you know, that's why mm-hmm. even with that, I you know, and I find it like these are things that have still yet not been talked about. They love to talk about it as shoving it under the family's rug and not saying too much about mm-hmm. it because some of it happens in your own family homes. Um, mm-hmm. And mine is by my grandfather. So, you know. A lot of it happens in your home, and you, you the family want to keep a name, you know, and uh, right. think that, you know. So, I, you know, my biggest mission and goal is to tell a child, I don't care who it is, you get help because when you're mm-hmm. 29 years old and you're trying to figure out why you still can't trust a man, it's because it started at mm-hmm. home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And people mm-hmm. got to realize mm-hmm. this. And with Brittany Lachey Youth Mentorship, we are now offering a certified counselor for reasons such as this right here. Um, and, really, mm-hmm. you know, grants and things because this is stuff that does not, oh, people, are, I don't know why they think because, you know, Jesus, you don't need a counselor or because my child got to be quiet, they don't need a counselor. But I'm here to tell you, if Brittany Lachey find out anything, she's referring it to her counselor so that that baby can be healed and made whole so that she can live again. Mm-hmm. And be, living don't mean mm-hmm. you living. <laughs> it just could mean simply you're existing, you know. So I'm that's just true. saying that's why I wrote the No Touch Zone. Mm-hmm. Well, Brenda, you know, you, you touched on something when you explained to us about the reason for you writing this book. You know, I was on Clubhouse okay. earlier this morning with uh, an author, mm-hmm. Arthur T. Styles, and she said, you know, some authors write what a part of what an author writes is themselves in their books, you know, and I think uh-huh. what you touched on, like you said, is a taboo subject, and especially uh-huh. coming out of the especially coming out of the pandemic that we've been in, especially the first year and a half, two years, a lot of things to this nature were occurring. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. there was no escape it because we were in lock and quote unquote lockdown. You know, so it's so important mm-hmm. that when someone is able to pick up a book such as yours and mm-hmm. read, you never know that that book 
maybe giving them the strength that they need for that little push, you know? Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That is very true. And what? Uh, absolutely. And what has been your your feedback from those that have read and reviewed your book? What is the feedback before we wrap up? Um, I've sold a good bit of those books. I believe that God is now allowing me to get feedback. You know, some things take a little while because you have to learn how to get feedback. And I didn't mm-hmm. know how. But I published that book. I didn't make it a big deal. I have three other books, and that that book alone still rises above all of them. Everybody want to know about it. So I'm preparing for tour for Daddy when his time is coming home, and people ask about the No Touch Zone. So, you know, I'm saying, oh, mm-hmm. okay. So um, I'm learning how to get feedback from it now. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's another reference to what you said before you you have to follow instead of before you can lead you know you have to navigate this these this platform that the no touch zone has has made for you and you're learning from it and you're not just you're learning from it but we're all learning from it mm-hmm. yes well before we let yeah. before we let you go Brittany can you tell us and our listening audience what's next for Miss Brittany uh, what's next for Miss Brittany is the Brittany Lachey Youth Leadership Summit and the mm-hmm. learning, not learning, um, Daddy with His Promise Coming Home book tour. So I have those mm-hmm. things coming up and a few other little mini projects, but most definitely the biggest two projects is the tour that's coming with my book tour and then also the Youth Summit here in Orangeburg. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Brittany, we so appreciate you joining Leisha and I here on Let's Chat. Leisha had to step away. Well, we want you to know that this is your home now. You're welcome back here anytime. If there's anything on your that you want to share, you know, you just let Leisha and I know, and we'll make this platform happen. You know, this is your home. Amazing. But before you go, can you shout out, <laughs> just shout out all your social media and, any, and the book tour that you have and anywhere that our listening audience can pick up uh, your book. Um, you say you're listening. Uh, y'all can find my books on Amazon and then my website as well, www.brittanylachey.com. And I, mm-hmm. that's all I would like to tell each and everyone. Thank you for your listening ears today. You're very welcome. And if they want to uh, get information about the tool, is that on your website? Um, yes, it'll be listed there as well. Okay, awesome. Well, Brittany, once again, thank you so much for joining Lisa and I here on Let's Chat, and make sure you come back and visit us again soon. All righty. Y'all have a great day. Okay, you too. Thanks for joining us. So we hope you guys enjoyed that interview with Ms. Brittany L. Holman. Her book, The No Touch Zone, is available on Amazon, and if you missed any of our interview with her, no problem. Just head over or anywhere you get your podcast and just check for Let's Chat with Miss Tony and Lisa and you can get caught up on all things Miss Brittany. Now, shortly after this, Jazz and I are going to talk the Let's Chat sports segment of Let's Chat. So we're going to take a quick break and we will be back talking that talk on all things sports. Stay with us. Like chilling.
now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. It's that time again, y'all. It is time for Love Chat Sports with Miss Tony and Mr. Jazz. Hey, Jazz, how you doing this evening? Yo, what's happening? What's, what's, what's good? What's good with you? I ain't talked to you in a couple of weeks. What you got for me? What you got, what you got for the people today? <laughs> oh, man, there's so much going on in the sports world. But once again, you're tuned in to the Let's Chat Sports section of Let's Chat with Miss Tony and Lisa and Mr. Jazz. And if you missed any of our previous interviews this evening, no worries. Just head over to blogtalk.com or anywhere you get your podcast and download it. It'll be done with Jazz and I. I'll finish with this sports segment. Jazz, yeah. open us up, buddy. Talk to us. What's going on? You know how we start <sighs> our show. All right. I, I got you. I got you. All right. Well, there was absolutely uh, – this is how important – this is how big WrestleMania is. WrestleMania is mm-hmm. so big that there was mm-hmm. no boxing, no UFC, very little combat sports on TV this week. Mm-hmm. It was WrestleMania weekend. I ain't even mad at them because right. why, why broadcast something that nobody's probably going to watch? No disrespect. But <laughs> WrestleMania is that big. It's that big. And between right. that, and remember, we had the basketball, we had the NCAA championship won by Kansas mm-hmm. last night, Monday night. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but here's the reason why I state all of that, people. From now till July, there are so mm-hmm. many boxing events, high-profile wow. names and high-profile matches that are happening mm-hmm. starting this weekend, UFC bananas, boxing bananas. So it's summertime, it's hot. So I'm just saying prepare yourself, people, because starting <laughs> this week, there are four fights this weekend, people, on Saturday. Mm-hmm. There are four fights. Triple G is fighting this weekend. Wow. Triple G is fighting this weekend. Um, Erickson Lube is fighting this weekend. Ryan mm-hmm. Garcia is fighting this weekend. Those three fights. And UFC 273 is on this weekend. The rematch between Alistair Sterling and uh, Peter Young and the headliner is... Alex Ovalowski versus the Korean zombie dude. Wow. Fire. Fire. That's all I can say. Fire. The whole night. Fire. <laughs> mm-hmm. Get your mm-hmm. get your snacks. Get your drinks. Get your food. Sit on the couch and enjoy this shit, dude. It's gonna be that incredible. The whole night. So that's what I got for you. That that's the that's that's what I'm um, that's what I'm dropping today. <laughs> wow, but you know, Jazz, you know, this past weekend was big as far as WrestleMania. I think it was held in Dallas, Texas. So, what did what was your takeaway from this past weekend? Because it was a pretty big weekend. Yo, I mean, uh, uh, I didn't really see it. I, I had some I, I had some difficulties this week. I didn't see it, but. You tell the people what you thought about it. Because I, I was out of the loop. I ain't even going to lie to you. 
Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, I'm not a big wrestling. I'm not a big wrestling fan, but I know the build-up, so I'm not even going to attempt to say that I know anything about wrestling. But I just yeah. know the build-up has been happening since last week. And I knew yeah. that one of the people that I listened to as far as sports was actually there, you know, talking that wow. talk about wrestling. But I just was, I said, well, Jeff will explain it to us. But unfortunately, well, I will say this. we won't be I able will to. Say this. No, no, no. I will say this. Now, I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't see it live. I didn't see it. I didn't see it, but I, okay. I read some articles. I was surprised that Roman Reigns won the belt. From Brock, from Brock Lesnar, really? I was surprised by that. I gotta admit, I thought okay. Brock, you know, Brock, Brock's big, especially in mm-hmm. wrestling circles. So the fact that Roman Reigns is so over right now that mm-hmm. you have Brock drop the championship to him. And mm-hmm. second thing is, I am really surprised that they let Charlotte Flair win against Ronda Rousey by pin, mm. not by submission. I mean, not by a disqualification. She pinned her. That was big also right. because Ronda Rousey, again, you know, these are some of the people that you, they promoted, and they're part-timers. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that was, those, those, are the, those are the two biggest things for me. Those, those, the fact that Charlotte Flair won against Ronda Rousey and the fact that Roman Reigns beat Brock Lesnar. That was and the fact mm-hmm. that um and the third thing for me was the fact that um anybody who follows wrestling, Cody Rhodes used to be part of AEW, who was a direct competitor of WWE. The fact that Cody mm-hmm. Rhodes debuted at WrestleMania against Seth Rollins, big deal. Big deal. Mm. He lost. Wow. But the fact that he debuted at WrestleMania, he left AEW, which he helped create, by the way, and then mm-hmm. goes back to WWE for the – I'm going to say it's for the money because nobody pays like WWE. When they want you, they they got the dollars. They before. got the dollars <laughs> to make that happen. They, they got the dollars mm-hmm. to make that happen. So – Cody and his wife left AEW and went back to WWE. So those are my three tips. Wow. Okay. Well, it's good to know that, you know, from now until July, like you said, it's going to be big time wrestling. I'm not wrestling, but boxing and MMA. So y'all know Jack is going to be up on it. He's going to report back. I'm going to keep in the loop. (laughs) It's going to be a big deal. It's a big deal. Ryan, you know, Ryan Garcia is coming off an injury. He had, he had, uh, he had a hand injury. He's coming off an injury. First time, his first fight in probably a year and some change. Big deal. Mm-hmm. Triple G fighting for the for three of the four middleweight belts. And Triple G is like 39, dude. Like, how much longer can he fight? Wow. But he's never wow. going to get the Canelo of rematch. That's not happening, people. So please don't don't call in talking about Canelo. Canelo, he's bigger than that now. He's on uh-huh. the bigger things, people. Triple G is small right now. But it seems like guys, we're always talking about Triple G during this 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 season. So it's like, you know, he's he's making an impact. <laughs> 
he's going down. Well, is he going down as a as a as a? What is? What can we say when he leaves the ring? He's gonna leave behind. He. We're always talking about Triple G every season. Did you find that? I mean, I mean, Triple G is what he is. He, he's a he's a he's a good fighter. I'm even say right. he could be he 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 could you could even put him depending on how you rank him you can even say he's a great fighter but the thing about Triple Ooh, G okay. is the thing about Triple G is he's older now and right. his season his his window of opportunity has pretty much closed now closed. as far as right. getting that big money pay per view. That that his pay per view shot. The only chance he got mm-hmm. to be back on pay per view because now he fights on the zone, which is the fight on Saturday is going to be on the zone. The only chance he mm-hmm. has is to maybe challenge the uh, Jamal. I think it's Jamal Charlo. I think he's one sixty. You could fight. Okay. You could possibly fight him at one sixty and get a pay per view payday out of that. That's about his only shot. Mm-hmm. That's okay. it. That's that's his only that's his only shot at because he can't he can't go sixty eight. He's too small to be mm-hmm. sixty eight. In okay. karate, for people who understand, for people who follow boxing, Demetrius Andrade is about to go up to one sixty eight. Triple G can't mm-hmm. go one sixty eight. So um, mm-hmm. for Triple G, his his pay per view moment will will if it's not against Charlo, he will not have one. Simple. Wow. Okay. So once again, make sure you guys are tuned in this weekend, like Jeff is sharing with us, because you know he'll be talking about it next Tuesday for sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> you can do it. Oh fight boy, will I? Oh my God. Oh. oh, I can't wait, dude. I'm, I'm excited already. It's only Tuesday. Oh my God. I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh my God. Long going... couple of days to get there, Jeff. <laughs> Man, look, I'm going to buy some crabs. I'm going to buy me a bottle of red wine, and I'm going to look at the joint. Pretty, I'm, y'all, <laughs> it's going like that, people. Y'all, it's like that, people. Yeah, he's getting ready. He's gearing up. He, he's going to be a long ready. couple of days, ready. but he's gearing up. <laughs> getting That's ready. Awesome. Getting ready. It might be a so two-bottle. Hey, the fight, the, the night going to be so good, it might be a two-bottle night. I might even do a I might Uh-oh. do two. Like, Cause I ain't going Uh-oh. nowhere. I ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere. So you might as well enjoy nowhere. it, right? <laughs> you might as well enjoy it. I, I, I'll, you know, hey. I'll wake up in the morning like, damn, that was a hell of a night. I That's know, what I'm not? talking about, why people. Why not? Why Live not? in the moment, Jazz. Live in the moment. <laughs> yes. Yes. No problem. That's awesome. Well, Jazz, let's turn it over to um, the NBA because. As those that are following the NBA, we know you know we're wrapping up our season. We only have a yes. couple more games yes. to play before the play-in. Yes. First of all, Jazz, how do you like this play-in situation? I think this is the second year that they're doing the oh. play-in, if I'm not mistaken. How, how, how do you like that? You, you know what? I'm a, I'm a, again. This is how much I like it. But I'm a, I'm gonna go back to about two, maybe three weeks ago. I think it was three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. We were okay. talking, and I asked you, the most dangerous team in the buy-in on the East. Now I'm going to ask you again, because now the reason why I'm bringing this up, people, is because Kyrie Irving K 
can now play in all the games. Changes everything. You said if Kyrie can play, they're the most dangerous mm-hmm. team. Now that has right. come to fruition. So what do I think about the playing? Let's be clear, people. It gives the teams that are nine and ten last year, the Grizzlies was a nine. And they made it to the playoffs and made noise. And made John Moran a star in those playoffs. Uh-huh. The uh-huh. playing is one of the best things that the NBA is one of the smartest things the NBA has done. Because now, if you are the ninth seed and the tenth seed, there's something to play for. If you are the Spurs, look, the Spurs are a tenth seed in the West. They got something to play for. Uh-huh. So, okay. I'm going to tell you. I love it, too, because, you know, it, it takes away the team's desire to tank. You know, we always talk about tanking here on, um, on Let's yeah, Chat. So that, that takes that element out. It takes that element out. But since we spoke, Jazz, and we talked about Kyrie and the Brooklyn Nets and the games that mm-hmm. he was eligible to play at the time that we spoke about it, yeah. those things have changed. So yes. now he's able to play at home games for the Brooklyn Nets. Yes. But he's still not able to play in Toronto. He's still not able to play on the West Coast. I want to say it's either the Warriors or the Clippers. It's one of those arenas, but I know it's a West Coast team. So it all okay. it all depends on where they fall in, but he can play home games, but with that being mm-hmm. said, Jazz, his home games play has been less than ideal. You know, he's, he's now he's playing more games, but they're losing. They they have been on the yeah. losing streak because he's not used to playing as many games as he's playing. So his stamina well, is not up for that day-to-day game, and I think that's having a toll on him until he gets full feet underneath them. What's your take on that? I mean, first of all, here's my first thing. Mm -hmm. The one player that could make a difference is not playing. And that's Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. So let's start there. Because Kyrie Mm -hmm. has to carry the workload. Because, and, and, and again, the next one thing I can say between him, Durant, when they're on, they're on. But right when the jump shot is off, then you know it's off. I mean it's just that simple. Right now the jump shot is off. They're not falling. I mean Seth. I mean Seth right. Curry is a great player. He's a he's a very mm-hmm. good. Um, he's a very good. Offensive play, I prefer. Because on defense, they be they be picking on them. They pick on them on defense. So mm-hmm. between that, they I think that excuse me, I think that they have the, I think that they'll be fine. I think that it's just they everybody has to understand how to play with Kyrie on a daily basis, and not just on the mm-hmm. weekend. You know what I'm saying? You know when you mm-hmm. got seven games and he only there for three. Now he's there for all seven. So you got to understand how to share the mm-hmm. ball, how to run the offense, stuff like that. But I, like I said, I think that the main thing that they're missing is 
the guy who everybody wants to see play, who's not playing. Mm-hmm. And that's Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. But you know, Jazz, um, you, are, you and that's a very valid point. But you know, Jazz, I'm not sure if those outside of New York are aware of it, but Kyrie and the KD have only played a handful of games together in the two years that Absolutely. they've been on the same team. You know, I don't yeah. even know if it's double digits or low double digits that they've actually mm-hmm. played together. And on top of that, when Harden was with the Brooklyn Nets, that's even fewer games that the three of them played. So it's yeah. all a matter of adjustments, getting the ball to, to the to the strong player, you know. So it's not like they've had this long this longevity of playing with each other. They are still getting to know how to play with the two of them. Yeah. And like you said, Ben Simmons is the missing piece, and who knows when he may be returning. You know, we haven't had a definitive answer on where, when he's returning, whether it's going to be in the playoffs or what, but the Brooklyn Nets are at a precarious position now. I think they're number 10. So the, the, the ideal situation for them would have been to play one and done and not have to play two in order to get into the playoffs. Yeah. Well, you know, you got to – excuse me, you got to also remember – they're in ten. They're entrenched in ten because um, who's the who's number eleven? Um, um, the number eleven is not even number eleven. Oh, that is, is the, the um, oh, no, that's on the west coast. I'm sorry. Uh, who's number eleven on the east? It's um. Uh, I, oh, I know the, the Knicks. The Knicks, the Knicks. Maybe the Knicks. Right. It's the Knicks. So. The Knicks are six games behind, so they don't have to worry about the Knicks. So they're entrenched in number 10. No, they don't have to so, worry about Right. Yeah, they don't have to worry about the Knicks. The Knicks are trash. So, I mean, at this point, why is, all why, they have to do why is, is huh? all mm-hmm. the extra. <laughs> what do you mean? Look, I, all the extra. Just saying. Yes. Just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, so have, I mean, they don't, they don't have, have to. They don't have to worry about the eleventh seeded team. So, all thing I'm saying is they have time to, you know, get there, get it together. Um, excuse me. You have Steve. You know, Steve Nash has to understand how to play them guys. Get some kind of rotation together in these last mm-hmm. couple games, so that when it is playing time that they are hitting on all cylinders at the right time. And then, because I don't believe that, I don't believe that Ben Simmons is going to play. I don't. I believe that, mm-hmm. I don't believe that he's going to play. I don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't believe so. But what do you think? Do you think that it's possible that he can play? If they if they, if they they have the play-in scenario, since they're in the play-in scenario, is it possible if- that he plays? I don't know if I doubt very seriously if he'll be in the plan part of it, but because he's not game, he's not game ready. He hasn't been able to play to get game ready, and who knows when the last time he? It's been over a year since he actually played a game. So he has that against him, and he's going through this this back issue. So, yeah, uh, there's a lot of variables uh, uh, as far as Ben Simmons, yeah. when he's able to confidently return to the court. 
Okay, so let me yeah. since we're on the NBA, let me let me let me ask you a question. Okay, right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I ask you again. The eighth seed, the the seventh seed is the Cavs. Eighth seed is the Hawks. Ninth seed is is the Hornets, and the tenth seed is the Nets. Who is the most dangerous team right. out of those four? I'm gonna ask you again. Out of those four, Cleveland has. And I'm gonna go through. Cleveland has veered off. You know, they started off strong. They've had a pretty consistently strong season thus far, but their play has kind of waned a little bit in these last couple okay. of days, these last couple of weeks. The Hawks. You never know. It depends on what type of night Trey Young is having. You know, yeah. his 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 mm-hmm. game plans. So you really yeah. can't tell because the games that I expect them to win, they don't. And the same thing when I would expect them to lose, they win. So you really can't tell with the Hawks. It's just a matter of what type of game Trey Young is having. Now with the Charlotte Hornets, the Charlotte Hornets, their game has improved so much since um, the acquisition of, what's his name? Um, I'm drawing a blank. I know you're talking about. Yeah, I know you're talking about. You know who I'm talking about. You know, their their games have improved. And on the flip side, the Brooklyn Nets, who we just don't know who's going to show up. So out of the four that um, you gave me, I would say the Cleveland Cavaliers. No, no, the Cleveland Cavaliers don't. I'm going to say the Cleveland Cavaliers. Wow. Okay. You okay, know, please. you know, I always go for the for the, for the for the not so popular, and nine times out of ten, pass you on the back. I mean, I don't have a problem with that. I I don't have a problem with that. I'm gonna let you have that. I don't have a problem with that. I mean, I okay. mean, you know, let's they have two all stars. They have two mm-hmm. all stars. I mean, they mm-hmm. are playing really good ball right now. Now, what, can I they see are. them upsetting? Can I see them possibly beating the Heat or the Celtics or the Bucks? No, I don't. But I give them a fighting chance against the Philly. I give them a fighting chance against the Bulls. I'm surprised mm-hmm. that the Raptors are six seed. Honestly, they came out. Earlier this year, they they were they weren't doing so well, and the fact that they right. now are rounded as a six seed, I was surprised by that. That was my biggest surprise. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, Raptors are six seed, so Nurse mm-hmm. is doing a thing up there without Lowry, you know, because the wheels kind of fell off at the beginning of the year. Right, but they they they, you know, they're six seed, so I I can't you know I can't be mad at Nurse. He he is doing his thing. He is. He is, and with the staff that he has. Now, of those four teams, the the Cavs, the Hawks, the Hornets, and the Nets, what's your take? So you're, I mean, I'm, a, I'm, a, that I'm, I'm going with the Cavs. Look, I'm, I still believe in the Nets. I still think that the Nets, I believe that if you talk about one game, I got to go with Kyrie and Durant. I think that None of those other teams, none of those other teams 
I mean, Cavs, they have a big man that might be able to guard Durant. But mm-hmm. the Hornets, I don't believe that the Hornets or the Hawks have a, have a guy on their team that can stop Durant when Durant decides it's time. If Kyrie, if the, if the rest of the team lets him be the Slim Reaper, I don't think that mm-hmm. they, I think that none of them can stop him. But yes, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge that because Kyrie just dropped not Kyrie, I'm sorry. Kevin Durant just dropped fifty five points when they I played know. against the Atlanta and they lost. I know. I know. In this tenth in this tenth position, they have to play two games to get in. Whereas yeah. you don't that that's that's just not I see them having a to be honest. I see them exiting the playoff, the postseason. Wow. That's how un- – I, I just don't see them advancing with them having to play two games to get in because, like I said, you don't know what's going to happen. If this man can drop 55 points against the Hawks and still lose <sighs> a consecutive yeah. loss, I, I don't know if I want to bet my I, money I, I on that. that. I give you that. I, I got to go. My I just, yeah, I mean, you you, and you make a very valid point. I mean, I, I just, I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I'm hoping that the championship pedigree that, that Durant brings over and, you know, the championship pedigree that Kyrie brings over is enough to will him uh-huh. to, to win. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, now, let's so get now, over to the West Coast. Let's okay. talk about this West Coast because that that's the the plans for that for that uh, coast is the yeah. Pelicans, the Spurs, mm-hmm. the Lakers is looking on the outside, the Clippers, yeah, Lakers are dark. and the Timberwolves. Okay, we can honestly and confidently say that the Lakers are truly done because they are the I can never, I and can LeBron never bet James against. Not... I I can LeBron. never bet against him, even though LeBron is not playing. As long as he's not right. playing, then yes, they will lose. Even though Anthony Davis came back, if LeBron didn't play, yes. I give you that. But I just feel like if LeBron decides he wants to play, and the league will make it so. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, I think that I think they're out. I think they're out, definitely. The whole point, so yeah. the whole the key point that you raised is whether LeBron is playing. Now you know I have always said here on Let's Chat Sports and on our previous sports show, mm-hmm. you can't depend on Anthony Davis because he is always. Hurt. <laughs> I, I've always lived. Well, yeah, always he came back. You know, back. he came back. You know, <laughs> you're right. I mean, you're yes, absolutely correct. Yes. He's, Jack, he has been in the league for 10 years. Yes. He has not had one full year of play. I'm sorry. Well, hold on. Hold on, hold on. I disagree. 10 years, not one the, full the, year of play. The year, the year they won the championship, Corona. He didn't miss a game. 
<laughs> they also had a break in the middle of the season, but he didn't miss a game. Okay. So thank you. And they were playing in a bubble. Officially, that one year he did not miss a game. But there's just an saying. asterisk next to that year. There's an asterisk uh, no, next to that year. <laughs> officially, he I'm did saying. not miss a game that year. Okay. I'm just saying. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But that asterisk is still there. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We continue on. You're absolutely right. You, you're right. I give you that. I just wanted to make that point. I want to make that point. Take yeah, it. so we, we, we but, can agree but, that Anthony I'm, Davis is not the most reliable, the most, uh, not reliable. He's not the most um, durable player durable. in the league. <laughs> durable, right. <laughs> With that being said, Jazz, you know, let's talk about these Pelicans. Hmm. They I mean, have a 32-44 like record. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like them. I they, mean, they, they CJ is making a difference. I mean, they play mm-hmm. a lot of they play a lot of pick and roll with CJ and Ingram. They, you know, they got a big man in um. Oh God, what's the old boy name? Um, not Vujovic. Um, good to chat mm-hmm. name. Mm-hmm. Um, played in played in OKC. Um. Uh, it's not Adams. Okay. That's not Adams. That's it's not Vujovich. The other one. But anyway, so yeah, they got him. They got the big man in the middle. I like him. Do I think that they'll make a run? Is it Jackson Hayes? Not, but Hayes gets some. Hayes gets a lot of run. So yeah, he the young. He's boy, the younger too. of the two centers because they got an older cat too. Okay. I'm looking at his face. Okay. I just can't remember. But okay. But anyway, so I mean, but. I like the Pelicans. I like the way they set up. CJ gives them a lot more options. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Zion would definitely maybe making a more of a difference, but no Zion, and they still in the play-in. It's a good year for them. Real talk. Mhm. Mhm. But speaking of what Zion, guys, I don't know if you've heard. Speaking of Zion, I don't know if you've uh-huh. heard, but today his stepfather came out and made mm-hmm. a statement that Zion will be playing this season, believe it or not. Season's over. He just what made that a couple of hours ago. Exactly. So season's over. He said that he 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 feels strongly that Zion is gonna be playing this season. The season is pretty much over. I don't know what he was garnering as far as making that statement, but that statement was made nonetheless today, this afternoon actually. I don't know, okay. and, and, and Zion has been seen traveling with the team these last these last week or so, you know, whereas he had not been with, doing anything with the team all season. Mm-hmm. So now all of a sudden he's traveling with the team these last couple of games, and he's coming back this season. I don't see the two of them meshing up. Well, I think that it's a different team. I, I just don't team. see it. And I, and I, think that, I think that that was one of those – you know, you, you, you talk about it, yeah, and maybe he plays. I don't think he gets a lot of run. I mean, the team is not the – the team has changed. When you make the trade for CJ. It definitely has. Mm-hmm. The team has changed. And, and I know that maybe it's one of those things where maybe it's, a, maybe it's a way for his stepfather to say, hey, don't forget, we're still here. You know, don't overlook us. Right. 
we're coming back. Right. Don't overlook us because you made the play-in. So that means that your team is gelling without my stepson. So let me put mm-hmm. my hand up and say, hey, hey, don't forget, we're still here. And we're still part of the team. <laughs> now, how long will he be part of the team? I don't know. I mean, if I was New Orleans, I would definitely have some conversation this offseason about where do we go? Can we withstand another injury? Right. And where do we go? Exactly. You know, where do we go as a team? You know, because, right. you know, now this that is that is Brandon Ingram's team. That's not Zion's team. That's right. That's so right. can he now, come in and be uh-huh. uh, quiet and let Ingram do his thing? Uh-huh. What was he? With that being said, Jazz, you know, I think, well, I feel that since the acquisition of CJ, he's been, he's become visible, you know, and I think with the acquisition of CJ, it was like, okay, you got him, but don't forget, like you said, I'm still here. You know, you didn't see or hear anything about Zion until CJ got on the team. And CJ and Ingram, you know, they're they're making it their, their team. They got mm-hmm. to where they are right now. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's not like he can come in and say, "Save the day, Zion saves the day." That that's not happening because if you're not in that locker room, and I'm just talking from a a, a, a sports mom, if you're not in that locker room on a day to day basis, your say doesn't hold much weight. Well, Whether I always you're the leader say, or not. I always say, as a sports fan, I always say, mm-hmm. and I've said this about football, baseball, basketball, it doesn't matter. If you're not mm-hmm. playing, then you're of no help to me. Exactly. If you're not playing, That's then it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what you – I mean, I hate to say it, but – but it's true. Excuse me, that's the real of it all. If you're not on the court, then what are you? Mm-hmm. How are you helping? That's right. You're, you're absolutely right. You're, you're a distraction. That's what you are. You're exactly. I totally agree. I totally agree with that. And who's gonna listen? On top of that, you know, you're not out there leaving well, your sweat, blood, and tears on that floor. I am. Well, the, the media, the media is going to continue to to pro, poke and pry to get you to say something to become a distraction. Mm-hmm. So if you're not, I mean, it's just like Portland. Portland year is over. You don't hear nothing about Portland. Simmons, the Simmons, the point guards having a good, having a great year so far. Um, mm-hmm. But you don't see Lillard, you know, traveling with the team. Tell him I'm gonna be back. No, Lillard is the house. Mm-hmm. Why? Don't want to be a distraction. Right. Let them guys do their thing. So mm-hmm. that's how I feel about it. You know, but mm-hmm. I think that, you know, this and this is the question for you. Uh, does Paul George returning push the Clippers up a notch or two? Mm. I haven't given that much thought, but where are they? Let me see where they are in their standards. The Clippers are number. Yeah, they the AC. The AC. They're the eighth seed. Okay. The AC. So they're in the play. Yeah. 
They're, they're, the they're locked. They're officially locked in in the eighth place. Yes, they're they're in the players. Mm-hmm. Now, so, if the Clippers, I, the Clippers would be playing the winner of the Pelicans and the Spurs, if I'm not, if I'm right, correct? The playing. See, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how they do the playing because it's two games, but I'm not sure if nine plays ten and seven plays eight, or if you know, if if seven plays ten and and eight plays nine, or how does that work? The ninth and tenth seed play each other, right? Okay. And then the winner of that game plays. Wait a minute. Because how does it work? We're going to get this right, guys. I'm not sure. The 7, I, I, I'm not 8, sure. 9, and 10 are the play-ins, right? The 7, 8, yes. 9, and 10 are the play-ins. Okay. Yes. So, so I just figured, oh, I I just I figured 7 plays 10, 8 it, plays now. 9, and then the winner of those two play each other. And, that, and then, well, I think that, no, I think that 7 I plays it. 10, I, 8 plays 9, and then, the the winner of that game plays the top seed, and the other one plays the 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 two seed. I no, I got it. I got it. Okay, got how does it. it work? Nine and ten. <laughs> I think I got it. Just nine and ten play each other. The winner okay. of the nine and ten seed plays the eighth seed, right? And the winner of that seed plays the seventh seed. Does that make sense? Because you so only the seven need one seed the from the the seven seed I only has to teams. play one play one game because that's the whole point of the net problem. The seven seed only has to play one game, if I'm not mistaken. I'm gonna look that up. So they're gonna play the winner of. Hold up, Jazz. Now I'm confused. okay. Do me a favor. Let me see how. When does the playoffs start? I'm gonna look it up. When did the playoffs start? I think this. Next week? The weekend, this weekend. Okay, this then weekend. here's what I need oh. you to do. Because I don't, I, I don't have a computer. I need you. We need to know. I hate to put you on the spot, but we need to know how that works. Because I don't know. I have no idea. I'm a fan. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. I'm not Stephen A. I don't, I don't, have, I don't have four <laughs> sisters looking up stats for me. So I don't know how it works. Okay, I'm 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 on it, Dad. I'm on it. How Thank you, baby. Because I don't know. I, I have no idea. <laughs> okay, now all of a sudden my computer wants to freeze. But hold on one second. We good. We good. So let me let me let, while we're while, we're, while we're unfreezing while we're on while we're unfreezing. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Okay. If the Lakers do not make the play, does right. this tarnish? LeBron's legacy. I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to ask you, I'm sure you heard the interview with Magic. No, I didn't. It happened. I think it was yesterday. You did? Oh, my God, yes. Mm-mm. No, I didn't. He had an interview yesterday, and I want to say it was Mike Greenberg from ESPN. Okay. Shout out to him. Yeah, no In doubt. the interview, he, he talked extensively about LeBron James and his role and where the team is now. Okay. He talked about how um, the guy that went to the Bulls, I'm I'm just drawing a 
So Caruso. Oh, he used to play for, right. Caruso. Du- DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan. Oh, DeRozan. He wanted to oh, go Oh, he back came for the Spurs. Okay. Right. I mean, yeah, DeRozan came right. for the Spurs. Okay. From the, he wanted to play for the Lakers. Now, DeRozan's hmm. agent spoke to Magic. Somebody in DeRozan's camp spoke to Magic, and they wanted to make it happen. But okay. LeBron and his crew had already started conversations with Westbrook. What's the Westbrook? Ooh, and that's the wow. route that they took. I mean, he's landed. Well, yeah. You got to hit it, and you you got to look for this interview, Jazz. He laid it on wow. the table that LeBron chose Westbrook over DeMar DeRozan, okay. and he 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 shows us the blame of where the Lakers are today. He has a hand in the blame of why the Lakers are in the state that they are today. This was just yesterday. This interview either happened yesterday, uh, definitely not today, but it was yesterday. He was very candid, Jazz. Very candid. So what, le- it's interesting that you say that LeBron's legacy is linked to this season with the Lakers. Well, not not hearing the art, not hearing the interview. I guess my my thought, if if I would heard that. And thank you for sharing that with us who didn't hear it. Um, that's a really big tidbit. So for me, I guess my thing is I'm not sure if I'm DeRozan if I want to come to the Lakers. Because, again, again, what we always, what we talk about, there's only one alpha. Hard to Right, LeBron James. LeBron's the alpha. That's why you end up with Westbrook. Because mm-hmm. DeRozan, if DeRozan comes over, then you have to then have less of a load. And if you're LeBron, mm-hmm. you you need guys who are going to you need guys who are going to um how can I put it uh. Who are under? Who are going to understand that you're the alpha, and they're okay with that? Mm-hmm. And go along with DeRozan. It. DeRozan's not that kind of guy. Mm-mm. Not that kind of guy. He's he's and, considered and, himself an alpha. Well, he's with Chicago. Levine tried to be the alpha, could not handle mm-hmm. being the alpha, and DeRozan is now the alpha on that team. Right. It's DeRozan's team. He's having a phenomenal year, Jazz. He's having Absolutely. a phenomenal Absolutely. year. Oh, my goodness. But DeRozan, DeRozan could not have the kind of year he's having if he would have went to the Lakers. Not on the stage from Absolutely Los Angeles not. and da-da-da, da-da-da. I think, the, I think that if I'm Magic, Magic had to know that whatever conversations he was having, I don't know if DeRozan's agent, I don't know if I'm DeRozan if I'm going to the Lakers, no disrespect. He ended this up was before the season started. No, this was before the okay. season started. Okay. Yeah, this was this was before he went to the bull. But I got the okay. information about the playing jazz. Okay. And I know we what only we have got? a couple of more minutes, and we haven't even touched we haven't even touched the NFL. Okay. Oh God. It, this is how okay. the games will work. Okay. Game one, the number seven team in the standing by winning percentage will host the number eight team. Okay. Okay. 
the number nine team will host the number ten team with the winner moving on to game three. And the loser of the nine and ten is eliminated. And that's why I say that the Nets are going to be an early exit. That's my reasoning for that. And then it goes on to say, uh mm So, the the, so let me get this seven straight. So seven eight. plays eight, okay. nine plays ten, and whoever whoever loses the nine and ten goes home. Right. So then the winner of the it. nine ten then plays the winner of the seven eight. Let me say, the loser of the seven and eight versus matchup will host the winner of the nine. Oh. And whoever won, whoever wins okay. the nine and ten. Now has to play the loser of of the seven eight the seven and eight because I know one of them only has to play ah. one game. That's remember I was trying then to tell you seven. there's only one game one yeah. up. Who the winner of so, the seven and eight? So then let me ask you this: So if the if the winner of the seven eight do what do they play the one seed or the two seed? Okay, so let's see. This means the teams with the seventh highest and the eighth highest winning percentages will have two opportunities to win one game of the playoffs. While the mm. teams in the ninth and tenth, okay. I think the seven and the winner of the seven and eight either plays the one or the two seed. I think I would say the two. two I would say they because, probably play the two seed. Yeah, I think. That's what I would say because then that I would puts say two the, seed, yeah. the onus on right. That puts the onus on the lower seed because the lower seed plays the number one seed. If, if yes, know, that's I, I agree yes. with that. Yes. So, so I, got I, that I'm saying so if you're which which kind of makes sense and and that makes sense because last year they made such a big deal about Minnesota about uh, the Grizzlies Memphis Grizzlies winning because they won right. The 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 nine ten game, then they beat the eighth seed, mm-hmm. then they pushed the one mm-hmm. seed to the limit, which was the Suns. Right. I think right. that was the Suns. Yeah, the Suns, and they, that's how Ja mm-hmm. became such a big fan favorite. Exactly. Because they he won. Put, they, put them they, on the map. they they put them exactly they put them on the map. But I know that I know we have to. Um, I know I got a couple minutes, so. You want to transition to the NFL, or you want to just do it next week? Okay. We'll be back next week. Finish, finish your point, and we can finish that next week because there's a lot to talk about with okay. the NFL. <laughs> yes. Well, I just wanted to say that with that, with that being said, I think that you're right. I mean, the odds are the Nets will go out. The odds are. That, let me ask you: What do you think about before we before we finish? Since you you have made a great point about the Magic Johnson, um interview. So I have two questions for you. The first question is Okay. Do you how do you what is your viewpoint about Magic saying that DeRozan was 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 contemplating coming and didn't because of LeBron and his team? I I, I think that just kind of brings forth a I think it just kind of makes it clear as to why? Because DeMar DeRozan, if you look, if you have been following his games, he's been kind of playing with a chip on the shoulder. You know, it's like mm-hmm. he is showing 
showing those that didn't believe in him that he can he he got that game, you know. Yes. And and I've seen it in the games that I've seen him play. You know, he's breaking records left and right. He is doing a phenomenal run, and I and I can mm-hmm. see that playing to the point that okay, y'all chose Westbrook, but look what I could do. You know, you chose Westbrook. Look at the state of your team, but look where I'm at. So I think it mm-hmm. it gives credence as to 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 Magic making that point, and for Magic to come out, call names, and point those fingers is 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 real. Mhm. Mhm. Okay. So my second so I question think, I think is: I think that LeBron, I, and 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 just to wrap it up, I think LeBron mm-hmm. does play a role into the to, into the state of the Lakers today. He has to bear some type of responsibility because his hand is all in the mix of that. I'm I'm sorry to say, Absolutely. you know, I, I respect him as a player, but he's not a GM. So when you look at all the moves and and the movements that he's garnered, he has to bear some responsibility for that. So I'll end it on this. Does okay. it tarnish his legacy? Not, and maybe I don't not know if even, it tarnishes. And, and I don't know about the playing thing, but what I'm saying is legacy right. is the whole thing, not just the playing part. It's the whole thing. Mm. So okay. you know the fact that he the fact that he brought in Anthony Davis at the Anthony Davis side with side with um, a clutch, the fact that um, you bring in Carmelo Anthony who side with clutch, uh, Westbrook uh, probably is influenced by clutch. Uh, so these are all mm-hmm. all the people that you're bringing in are guys that your uh, team represents. That has mm-hmm. to be part of the conversation, shouldn't it? It should, but those down the road, and you bring up an interesting point, Jazz, because, like you said, it's not just his legacy on the court. It's what goes on around who is on the court with him at any given moment, if that makes yeah, sense. Yes, the team sport. It's the team sport. Right. So right. You should now as a team. As a player. Right. I think therein lies the problem of when players start to be want or start want insist on being players, GM, management, drafters, I think therein lies the problem. When you bring in all these players and, and your strong point is not necessarily knowing what the team really needs. I mean, you know what mm-hmm. they need to a point, Jazz, but that's what those positions in management, that's why those positions are in management, to make those decisions, and not necessarily the person, the people on the floor making those decisions. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to make it make it sense. It does. I'm trying it to make sense. sure I'm making the right point. <laughs> it makes but, sense. No, it makes perfect do. sense. They they do play a role on the the product that's on the court because look at what he's put together. He has Anthony Davis. He has West. They traded away the core of their team to get Anthony mm-hmm. Davis. Yes. So much money is tied up in contracts with Russell Westbrook. He has it's not the mm-hmm. most expensive contract in the league, 
and where are they? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I mean, outside looking in. So I think 11. that that he he bears responsibility for that. You know, they gave up a ton of players, and every one of those players, guys, if you watch their game, are proven a point. Well, you gave up half. You gave up half of the. You gave up half of the bench for Anthony Davis. He gave up the rest of it for Russell Westbrook. But Westbrook, exactly. And what's the kid um, with the blonde hair from the Lakers? He's now playing for Washington. Um, why am I drawing a blank? Oh my goodness! Every yes. Oh my goodness! He has yeah. been on a rant. So they're all well, remember, the point, like, look what all you gave up. I got a, I got a better name for you. Remember, before they went, before, remember, remember they had a guy named Jordan Clarkston who won six Ooh, man of the yes. year a couple yes. years ago. Remember, mm-hmm. he was on the Lakers. They gave they up, they that. gave up big time. They gave up big time, Jazz. <laughs> yeah, they, time. they've been giving up players. And since LeBron been there, they've been giving up players. Left and right. And his hand players is in the mix of that. Exactly. So but, it, it remains to be seen. How but one last thing. But one last thing. One last one last question for you before we end the show. And okay. I end it on this. Okay. But was all of that worth the championship that you won? All those moves made that happen. You mean from the, the championship? The, the one championship they won in in L.A. The it's, yeah, I absolutely. That was, that, that was a championship that was won in the bubble, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes, absolutely. Yes, but without the Anthony Davis trade, remember the Anthony Davis ah, trade was a right. for that. So right, right. Do you, I see your do point. You, was it worth, was all of these trades, you know, letting Clarkson go, trading Ingram and assorted picks and da-da-da, but you won a championship? And Morris was it and worth all it? those guys. Yeah, was it worth ah, it? Ah, that's a good question. That's a good one, guys. That's a good one. But I'll give you a week to think about that. How about, we'll leave it on that. Yeah, let's, let, let's marinate on that. We got to Yeah, that we'll marinate on that. That is a good, that's a good one. That's a good one. But this has been a great show. I always love Absolutely. talking sports with you. I, I try to hang with you. I try to bring something to the table. <laughs> <laughs> you bring so much to the table. I try to hang with you because you, you, be, you be on it. You know, I, I look. You in places that I, I, I can't be. So <laughs> you, definitely bring stuff. you definitely bring a lot to the table. Trust me. Trust me. <laughs> I try, I try. Sometimes I tell myself, I hope I'm holding my weight with Jazz. <laughs> no, you, you, you hanging in. You, you doing well. I, I got it. Oh my God, you, you doing so well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to keep up with you. <laughs> yeah, you know, for real. Hey, it's a team. It's a team sport. It's you and I, Jazz. You and I. Let's chat. Word up. It's Tony and Jazz. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Take, take us out. Take us out, Jazz. All right, y'all been listening to Let's Chat Sports, dude. It's been incredible. I want you guys to continue to tune in next Tuesday on the cliffhanger. Write it down. I need your opinion on what's going on with the, with, with that question. And I need you um, to continue to tune in. Remember, fire. 
the next two, three months when it comes to sports. Major League Baseball is about to start. NBA playoffs are going to be here soon. Women's softball. Mm-hmm. We didn't even talk about the five Chinese swimmers, the five Chinese divers that retired this this week, this today actually, from from the mm-hmm. um from the Olympic team, having a team retired, and all of them won gold mm-hmm. medals at the at the Olympics this past one that just passed. So, um, do continue to tune in and send us your feedback. We love you guys. I can't wait till next week, baby. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much, Jazz. Once again, you're listening to Let's Cast Sports with Miss Tony and Mr. Jazz. We are here every Tuesday talking that talk and all things sports, man. We have so much to share with you guys. It's so much. We got to carry it over into next week, like Jazz said. Marinate on that question Jazz left us with, with the cliffhanger. We're going to open the show up next week with it. So make sure yes, you we have us. a response. Yes, <laughs> I need a response for that. <laughs> And thank you, everyone, for the listen-backs. Everyone, our playbacks have been off the charts, and we thank you guys for listening to our show, even when we're not Word. on. And make Word. sure you download the podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, let's chat with Miss Tony and Alicia. You'll check, our, you'll check out our sports show, our talk show, anything with Let's Chat is on our podcast. So thank you so much for joining yeah. us. Jazz and I will be back next week. Enjoy your week. Word. Stay safe. All right. Hey, and remember, Corona's still out there, people. Be careful. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. Yeah. She wants to be my bitch. Then she got to hit and get rich. She wants to be my hoe. She got to bring in a lot of dough. We going straight to the We going to uh-huh. go. Look. Listen up, I'm finna put you on some cold game. Bitch, you on the right track, but the wrong train. The Pippin ain't dead, that's the code name. Code name. And my rim's so big, I'm in both lanes. Before she met me, she ain't no shit. Snatch no the OT, making dough quick. 215, the East Teller, it's a road trip. She don't give me no lip, she know I'm so The way you suck dick, I can tell you what's made for this. You do this so good that you should get paid for this. One thing for sure, you gon' walk down this road and go get what you can, then you run me my show. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.